Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. What a week of basketball. I sound sarcastic, and that's a shame because I'm actually excited, but I just, I've just got a sarcastic sounding voice. Um, welcome to Advanced Analytics. My name's Guy Williams. I'm joined by my brother, Paul Williams. Hello. And uh, my spiritual brother, JT. Hello. Is that what you guys got to add to the conversation? Well, yeah, to yep. that. <laughs> you got more coming up in the future? I didn't advertise great hellos, did I? I never said to you, Guy, let me on your podcast because I'm so good at that first <laughs> two seconds. It's time for Advanced Analytics. JT, you just mentioned your fantasy season, and I was like, oh, I forgot to put Fantasy Forest into the show, and then you immediately said, don't ask me about fantasy, and then I'm like, I've got to ask this guy about fantasy, what's going wrong? Well, all I was thinking, because well, I said last week I'd check back in in a week's time when I'll have the results, whether I would have won, lost, but the reason, I don't want to talk about it because there's a lot of bad blood between me, ESPN, the purveyor of my league, and my <gasps> finals opponent. You're opponent. an amateur! Everyone knows you go Yahoo Fantasy Sports every time. No, I hate... So, oh, I've always hated the guys that go on about Yahoo, but now I see why. You see, it's just competent. It's, That's the thing. It just it's works. It's so bad. ESPN sucks, and they've screwed me over. So, you reckon that bugs in the app have stuffed you? Yeah. I benched Kristaps Porzingis in favour of Miles Turner, and the and it's on the app. It displayed that Miles was in my starting lineup, but the desktop... It never, it never sent the message to the desktop. Oh, man, in the final, you've got to double check. It cost me a steal... And then I've, I've, I've in a, somehow got screwed over by dropping Gary Harris, which may or may not be my fault. What do you mean? Well, I might have just dro- I think I just dropped him accidentally. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's less the app's fault. Okay. But anyway, the Hokey Pokey Cats, after an incredible first week, uh, they're in a tailspin. Oh, no. Yeah. So in, the fi- in the grand final. In the grand final. And just, I don't know, just pray for the, uh, pray for the cats. Pray for the Hokies. But I've, and one good thing, though, is a lot of people have contacted me about the T-shirts. So <laughs> yeah. Paul needs to loop in with you on that um, for the design. Yeah. Are we designing yeah. Hokey Pokey Well, I was thinking t-shirts. we might as well design them even if we lose. You know how we talked about... <laughs> And we can send them over to Africa. Yeah, yeah. Can, oh, yeah, okay, okay. We can send them to bloody... Uh, Good news, um, while we're in the forest, my team's really <laughs> coming right at the right time oh, of the Jesus. year. Paul, you always... Whenever JT sounds excited, ex- exciting, your team's boring as shit. It's coming Every week. Playoffs are coming up. And whenever I ask you for a tip or an interesting tidbit about fantasy, you just say, I can't talk about it because you've got insider secrets. No, there's, just, there's people from my league who listen to the podcast. No, there's not. There yeah, are, there's whereas I use one. this platform to personally attack people that... In my league. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a better way to do it. Um, but holy heck, um, I'm backing on the NBA, guys. It's been exciting. It's time for the Week in Review. Week in Review. Um, Lakers have been crowned. They've beat the Bucks. They've beat the Clippers. LeBron James checked out of the game, and Kyle Kuzma... What's his name? His name Kyle. Yeah, yes. yeah it shouldn't Quite be Kyle. His name's Kyle. Yeah, I actually thought that today because I was searching for someone in fantasy... And and he came up and I was like, oh weird, his name's Kyle. Yeah, and uh, and he put he put an imaginary crown on LeBron's head to say, 
you the king, and let's be honest, guys, it's, it's a little bit hard to argue against that at this point. Lakers are fool's gold. <laughs> you said that about the Bucks too. Also, both are gold. Full, well, not well. Okay, the Bucks are fool's gold, but I don't think the Lakers now, are Paul, fool's gold. Now, Paul, last week you came on the pod. You said the Bucks were full, fool's gold. Okay, I'm and gonna I asked you why, and you said the vibe. Why are the Lakers? <laughs> the Lakers are more. Gold? I'm going to come out and say they're more fool's gold than the Bucks. Oh, well, that's crazy. Because the Bucks are not proven, but LeBron James is proven. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I. So up. I. So I watched the game. And I, and, I, and, and I, just as I was coming around and, and after years go, hey, this is the Bucks year. They're going to do it. They're an amazing team. They've really let me down. I mean, they're slipping. They lost to the Suns, for goodness sake. Um, but it could be because Giannis may be seriously injured. We're not sure. But, I mean, regardless of who they're missing, they should be able to beat the Suns. Um, the one-two punch in those two games versus the Clippers, and I don't, don't get me wrong, I mean, the Bucks, if they'd shot a bit better, could have been the Lakers. The Clippers, if they'd been a bit better down the fourth quarter, could have been the Lakers. But there was pretty convincing wins by the Lakers in the end. That one-two punch is pretty amazing. And if you guard LeBron on the perimeter, he can blow by anyone, as he's shown. And AD and LeBron are basically proving it's either a layup or a free throw for them. And... I don't know why teams aren't forcing LeBron to shoot the three, but maybe they respect him out there. So as a result, he's just getting to the rim. And yeah, i gotta, I got to be honest with you. The Lakers, you'd have to say they're in the number one spot right now. I would say that. I mean, now- that's a fact. They, they are in the number one spot. No, the Bucks are number one, aren't they? Oh, well, the West in number one on the East two conferences. Mm. Well, but the, the number one team in the NBA, just for a fact, is the Bucks. Nice yeah. insight, though. That's... There are two. Okay, so the battle of LA was huge, and it's the first time the healthy Clippers have um, lost a game with their full team. And my first question has to go towards, um, uh, do they have enough defense? Because they're supposed to be a great defensive team, and it just seems like out there they've got a lot of uh, players who just can't defend LeBron, and LeBron's just switching onto them and going to work kind of thing. So two questions. So did you watch the Clippers-Lakers game? Yes. So Morris guarded LeBron a lot, right? Which I thought, sort of thought was weird. Yeah. But my second point is, is Patrick Beverly cool? Cause I, I, I think he's cool. But after that game when they were like, what's it like? And he's like, no challenge. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're sort of losing me here. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. really cool. Well, nah. he's cool in like a comedy douche kind of way. But he's, he's sort of, you know, like in TV shows, the concept of flanderization? No, what is that? So you know how Flanders and The Simpsons became like, was sort of a three-dimensional character and became more and more two-dimensional and just a parody of himself? Yeah. But because he was like a secondary character, it didn't really dilute from anything? Yeah, okay. So So, Patrick Beverly's just Flanderizing himself. Yeah, but I think that's the way he is, though. Because Russell Westbrook's very similar as well, where it seems like he's a parody of a tough guy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm on the fence, really. I'm not sure. I, I've always kind of liked Patrick. I've had a love-hate with Patrick Beverly, where I love I love him, but then, yeah, I think maybe watching that, I was like, it didn't really make sense after a loss to talk like that. So there's no tw- challenge. It's like, why didn't you win? Yeah, that's my, more my point. I like it after... Yeah, after a win, go for it. But also, even- also, in the heat of a game afterwards, I don't put much stock in those after-the-game interviews, like... The games just happen. You're passionate about it. You're pissed you lost. And they ask you, they want you to kiss LeBron's ass. And so he did the opposite. And it's like, he could have said no comment, but he's like, ain't no coward, you know? Okay, you wanted me back over to PBIV. Yeah. 
I just I just mm. like him as like a parody character. And yeah, it, I like him as well. I do feel bad that he it is bad that he interviewed uh, injured Russell Westbrook. I know he plays hard, but like Russell Westbrook's never had an injury. And a few years ago, when he took took him out of the Thunder, like and one of what should have been one of their their title runs, pretty sad. But um, yeah, I I, I must I, I must say that obviously there's a three horse race now. Um, we'll get to Rocket Man soon, and I cannot wait. Wait, are they one of your horses? No, 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 no. So no. They're falling Magic, off. The Houston Rocket Rockets and who? <laughs> yeah, um, Toronto Raptors. Yeah, right. no, it's um, it's it's clearly Lakers, Bucks, Clippers. Three teams, right? They're disagree. The Strong disagree. disagree. What? Yeah, they're way off. Way off. You're not looking at the vibes. Okay, okay, okay. Well, tell me about the vibes. I don't. I actually think the Bucks are not even top five. What? What? Yeah, I reckon the Raptors beat. I reckon the Raptors in the Heat will beat. The, the Raptors. You listen to a lot of Paul Williams nah, takes, but, and you know I'm a big Heat man now. My Bam Adebayo jersey arrived, so I'm all in on the heat. Before the train. jersey, were you on the heat train? Uh, I was at the station. <laughs> I'm a big Pacers guy. No. 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 Just, as AD, just as JT comes around to your Raptors theory and, and dropping the bucks, no. you go even lower. Yeah. I will say this. Paul's like, I, I'm like, oh no, I'm becoming too mainstream. <laughs> JT's getting on board. No, Jeremy Lamb is out for the year. I'm feeling the Brooklyn really Nets, man. They've got a new coach, new direction. Do they have a new coach? No. Oh, let, they've well, got, um, let's I talk think new got, coach. They've currently, we'll I soon. think, interim coach might be Jacques Vaughan, ex-Magic coach. Oh <laughs> Famously terrible. What's Jacques Famously terrible. What's Jack um, Vaughan's per 36 coaching stats like? <laughs> no idea. I doubt not good. Well, no, I, I doubt good. <laughs> okay, there's 20 games left in the season. It's almost over. I'm so excited. The playoffs is almost a month away. 19th of April is when they start. Okay, JT, give me your big three. Big three? Yeah. Okay, so the Lakers are number one. Yeah. I think the Toronto Raptors... Have to be number three. Okay. <laughs> and out of order, completely out of order, I'm going number two, the Denver Nuggets. I'm wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Preach. You, you, just, you seem like you just came up with that right there. Am I right? Yeah, big time. That's shocking analysis. <laughs> and I, I can't believe this because, JT, you were brought on the show to steady the ship and provide a bit of intelligence. So after that bullshit... I can't believe to write the ship I have to turn to my brother who's leaning back in the chair like he's had a few too many drink. He's got a microphone slung care. over his face and I just, I'm just i embarrassed to ask Paul, who are your top three right now? In the whole NBA. Yeah. To, oh. to win it. Well, just just like in the mixer. Because I mean, I, I said the Bucks, but now like when the Lakers beat them like that, you, you do lose faith a little bit. I'm still saying the Bucks. So we're saying to win it all. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's not some sort of trick question, mate. No, just well, who am I The top three to um, finish the league in defensive propensity. I don't know. The, yes. Um, Go. Toronto Raptors. Number one. Yeah, great. Oh, Thank I you. didn't know it was in order. Oh, yeah, you don't do it in order. Every, <laughs> nah, everyone knows you don't do it in order. You did an order. You did an order. You did one, three, two. No, but I was like, my first one, my second one, oh, my so third one. Order. Okay, just, yeah. okay. Okay, okay, in any order, give me them. <laughs> Raptors. Raptors. Okay. Nuggets. Wow. Woo! Um, okay. Clippers. Okay, yeah. Well, I like the Clippers. I definitely think the Clippers. Have I the seen mixer. the Nuggets or the Clippers play at all? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, yeah. for me as well. Okay, the, um, the, the Nuggets are really wavering. I, don't, I think the Nuggets have got to be called Bucks West at this point, where, like, no, they're going to be a great regular season team. They actually slipped to the third seed because they're playing so poorly at the moment. But. You, they're going to be a 50-win team. Jokic also, is an all-star. while we're talking Nuggets, we've got to bring up today, it was waved off by a bad ref 
Dunk of the Year. Personal jinx. Personal jinx. No, I personal jinx you. We, we both re- we I personal jinx What does that mean? First. What does it mean if you personal jinx me, though? Uh, you can't talk. And what if I talk? You punch me? Yeah. That's assault. So you're no, no. There's a uh, there's a clause, a loophole that if you personal jinx, then okay. it's assault. That's All what right. that documentary was about, the jinx. Yeah. <laughs> um. JT's so proud of that one. You're also proud um. of just randomly saying the nuggets is the second two. Yeah. And, that, just... and they caught him on the microphone um, breaking the personal jinx <laughs> yeah, in the bathroom. Exactly. Um. There was, um. Okay. I've just reopened my um my pages document on my computer. Yeah. Um. Of my preseason uh points based system ranking teams yeah and it actually did have the bucks as the number one team yeah which they are by record they are right yes they so are. It predicted that yeah um but it had philadelphia as the number two team wrong it had <laughs> so you're giving us your pre I've, why are you giving us your preseason i've rankings got a lot of here? questions well, this ranking, um, <laughs> so many no, but a lot of people a lot of people had the um the 76ers high at the start of the season i did Zach Lowe did, Paul did. Well, well I, no, I didn't really, I didn't rate them that high. Well, you I, had them I, second. No, but this wasn't, this wasn't my heart. This was all numbers. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, Paul, numbers. can I just ask a quick question? Yes. So, um, pages. Am I correct in thinking that's a text-based editor on the Mac? <laughs> correct. Yes. So, so is that is that a text-based output of a numbers-based model, or <laughs> is your numbers-based just you writing in teams with random numbers or something? Yeah. Why did yeah, you, yeah. Why no, did no, you no, mention I, the app you did it on? Why did you just do it on a piece of paper? Because um, it said Microsoft Word. No, not Microsoft Word. No, no, Pages. pages yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. Um, I'm aware of that. But uh, the Lakers didn't do that well. I feel like you've just, been a, <laughs> you've just become a parody of yourself, as JT is here now. Um, I, I'm going to come out and say that the Lakers definitely have to be scary. And in the fourth quarter, just having those two good players, I, I don't know why. I have no trust. Play. Make them shoot threes. Here's what I'll say. like Against the Clippers, I don't think come playoff time, you can trust Avery Bradley to score 24 Shit, points. No, you, can't. you can't trust Contavious Caldwell Pope to score 20 points. You can't trust... But you might be able to trust... Um, uh, Dwight to have a twenty-point game, or the Morris brother, or no, I just don't Rondo to have ten guys. assists. No, no, no. I, f- I feel you on that. And it's just one. It's just one game. But and just, now Dion Waiters is in the mix. You've got to give them some credit for just beating down the Bucks and then Clippers like that two two times yeah. in a row. And this is kind of interesting. Regular season means nothing. I think the battle. Oh, yeah, well, that's part of that too. But the battle of LA is going to be huge, and it is. Uh, it is going to be um, probably them in the Western Conference Finals as the Clippers move into the second seed. And every game in Staples Center... What? <laughs> Don't, oh, I think two thirds of the... No one said anything. Two thirds no, of these people believe David the Nuggets Brink. will be in the final. Yeah, but no, but the the way... the Okay, well, the way the way it's shaking oh, the down, seating, I see it's going to be Clippers versus Nuggets. I and see you think the saying. Nuggets will be the Clippers? I, I reckon the Nuggets are going to struggle to get out of the first round. Yeah, you might be right. They'll lose to Dallas. Like, oh, I forgot about Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> okay, new, new team. New top three. <laughs> Dallas won. I forgot about that team existing. Okay, Dallas aren't that good. I'm just saying they could on their, if they get their lot ducks in a row. I've got the a West, hot take. I think one thing we can all agree on. He just says he's got a hot take. You and I said too. one thing we can all agree on okay. is we're very excited to hear this hot take. Take it away, <laughs> okay. JT. Apart from Chris Stapps' absolute stinky dialed in um, on that day where ESPN screwed me over. Yeah, I feel like Chris Stapps is not better, but is more useful to as well. Has sorry, the Mavs have a better chance of winning with Chris Stapps than Luca, and it's not even close. 
So, so what is your what is your point? That Chris Tapps is more effectual, like in terms of winning, than Luca is right now for the Mavs. Okay, Porzingis, I think, has become underrated, right? Way underrated. He's such a good rim protector. Also, I had no idea he's okay. It's not in feet, but two meters twenty-one. Yeah, he's massive. I don't know what that is in heat. You forget- in feet. But let's all agree. That's tall. That's very. That's, that's way taller tall. than I thought. He's like, very tall. I'm a freak, tall. and I'm a meter ninety-eight, so he's like twenty-four centimeters taller. He than is twenty-three, seven-three. Wow! And According thing, to this Google, one thing I really respect about Chris Tapps as this well. This Google is, being the official Google. Continue. He, when we were there at that mass game, we noticed he was wearing a navy blue check shirt and a uh, with a white uh, sorry suit with a white shirt combo. Yeah, I thought like, that's quite a cool look. It's quite nice a suit. He wears that suit like eighty percent of games. Oh, that's very uncommon for the NBA, but so I like, like that sort of frugality. Yeah. Mm. I respect it. He's got his one suit. Yeah, and he's, that's fine. That's all you need. I wonder if yeah. NBA players just get given their clothes for free. Do you think? Nah. Maybe some clothes, clothes but not suits. Yeah, Do you, reckon, you know how Apple, we're getting way off topic here, Apple, the computer company, kind of claims they don't like... You know, do endorsements or anything like that kind of thing. They're like the opposite of Beats by Dre, which is ironically also owned by Apple, but that's how Beats by Dre became big, right? It's literally in the title, there's an endorsement. And like every, like they did Richie McCaw in New Zealand, they did LeBron James in America, they did probably mm. Messi or someone in, in um, Spain. Um, Apple, I'm sure, must have paid all the NBA players to switch to earbuds, right? Because they're all wearing other branded headphones that they were given or sponsored with, and they all switched to Apple earbuds. And I'm like, that can't be just a coincidence. Yeah, because what? Because mm. the only reason you wear, I do have earbuds, and they are a convenient, good product. I use but, them too. But the most, the reason that I most don't. people I'm all influence about the cable, get that higher quality. <laughs> Yeah. I, okay, I thought they looked stupid when they came out, but then it just took three NBA players wearing them to a game, and I was on board. So that's I what I'm saying, exactly. Today, Most- I noticed them. Mike Conley, um, Mark Gasol reunion, did you see that? Them hugging and acting all friendly. Beautiful. Mark Gasol, um, Mike, Gos- Mike, Mike Gosling, Mike Conley didn't bother to take out his earpods for the reunion. Did they tap earpods so they could share what song they're listening to? Oh, that's a cool feature. Yeah, don't know if it's real. Believe it is. <laughs> that was <laughs> an app. I was going to say that was an app I designed way back. So this was iPod days. Yeah, she so it was iPod. before um, streaming had really well had had even really come out. And my idea was for an app for your iPod, and you'd add your friends. And so say I was say you start playing a song, it would say you're online. So it would be like, say we were on, we all were friends together. Yeah. And I'm listening to a song. Imagine. I'm that. listening to um, "Imagine" by John. Le- Le- I was going to say "Legend," John Lennon. Then you might go on your, or you might get a notification saying, um, "Oh, Paul is online," and you'll click on my name, and you can listen in live time to what I'm playing. Oh, that was my big app, my big idea. Does Obviously, it exists on Spotify. They can't, you can share playlists at least, right? Yeah. Like you make your players public. There must be something to do like silent discos and stuff, right? Where like one person's DJing and for everyone, but they're wearing headphones or whatever. Yeah, anyway. I just, I, just assume, I don't yeah. want people to know what shocking music I'm listening to. Yeah. No, well, obviously you could <laughs> go on private mode right, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, That's pretty funny having a private mode because you're embarrassed. What embarrassing music you listen to, JT? Uh, so during the day, I'm switching between like real, um, like top of the pops country Ooh. and like, like real bad UK drill. Do you know the song? Wait, what is it? we're going to ask what drill is. Drill's like trap, but UK trap. But okay, we're going to ask what trap is. Trap's like... <laughs> I've heard of trap, but I'm, I'm like not really aware of it. Trap's okay. just like southern, I guess, the southern beats rap. You don't know either, do you? 
I think that's called trap. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. I know like artists. I know tra- I know trap, but yeah. name a trap artist for. I feel like early trap was like um, I would think like when I, when I first no when I, yeah nah. pro, well I think like when, futures trap yeah Ti did when I like when three I first started like hearing it I feel like it was like whack a flock of flame like little Uzi vert real um, yeah fast, little Uzi vert real fast hi hats that you could never play on an actual drum kit and if someone's going skirt that's the dead giveaway. Okay, so just on that John Legend point though, and so I was. <laughs> We're spiraling here, guys. We've got now, so this many is a good, this is a good spiral. Okay. So I was sitting on Queen Street one. Oh, I just off Queen Street waiting for a bus one night after a late night slaving away at work, <laughs> and a young couple walked past me holding hands. I thought, oh, young love, and they were sort of dawdling. They must have been waiting for a bus as well. And well, it doesn't matter what gender each one of them was, but one of them said to the other, "Oh, um, I'm a huge John Lennon fan." And I was like, oh, that's quite cool. They seem quite young to be into John Lennon. And the other one said, oh. Oh really? That's really cool. And the John Lennon fan said, "Yeah, I was just gutted because I had tickets to his concert last year, but I couldn't go." <laughs> and, and they're like, got, oh, the other person did like a full neck turn, like record scratch." <laughs> and I was just like, "Is this is this person going to say anything?" Like you could tell how many dates they'd been on by the fact he just let it slide. Yeah. And afterwards, I was thinking, "Good on you." And then I was thinking, "Who could it be?" And it's just clicked. John Legend. It was John Legend. Yeah, who yeah. would have come to Auckland recently. Um, who's, a a hot, who's a huge John Lennon fan, though? That's weird. What, John oh, Lennon? Oh, there's a big, lot of big John when Lennon fans. When you say fans. John Lennon fan, do you mean you're a fan of the Beatles songs that he reportedly wrote? No, I think I think there's a, those couple of John Lennon solo albums and the one with Yoko critically acclaimed. There'd be so many John Lennon Yeah, fans. huge. I don't reckon... Okay, name three John Lennon songs. Go. Uh, imagine? Yes. Uh, Half the Beatles ones? No, yeah, you can't name Beatles. Just, oh, I know so many. Uh, are we including the... Uh, I can name okay? two. There's another really famous one. What are your ones? I was going to say Imagine and Working Class Hero. Working Class Hero? Is that a John Lennon oh, song? I, just, I had his like... His, like the, the the big triple album they released after his death or whatever. I like working. I hate getting on the spot about songs. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm sorry to be an asshole, and you can't remember the names of songs. I hate when you wear a band T-shirt and people like start quizzing you about it, like what's your favorite. I'm not song in about? a. But I'm I not in a John Lennon T-shirt right now. He's wearing a John Lennon Imagine T-shirt. The point is, I was just like John Lennon's solo career. I think is really overrated because everyone just this... loves that one song and then doesn't know anything else by him. A oh, working I... class hero is one. Now uh, there's one I'm thinking Great of. There's a lot of talking of John Lennon, but what about John Henson, NBA player? <laughs> Let's bring it back. Oh, I thought that was um, I think of Jim Henson, the guy who did the um uh, the Muppets. Muppets. No, yeah. I'm trying to bring us back to R.I.P. The to um, Jim Henson though. Yeah, R.I.P. What one Jealous. of the all-time geniuses? Okay. Um, uh, back to basketball. The Lakers, their prize for being what I thought was on top of the NBA period, uh, the p- pyramid. Um, is they win the the jewel in the crown of free agency. Dion Waiters oh, is back. They couldn't hold him down. First, the NBA tried to suspend him <laughs> for being 10 kgs overweight. PC gone mad. Body shaming. Did the NBA try and suspend him. Oh, well, the, 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 the Miami Heat okay. did, who were just They're puppets all of the NBA. Yeah. And then they tried to kick him out of the NBA. Because he overdosed on edibles I don't think they were on a private out. jet. They were Ridiculous. trying to kick him out. And then, and then the man tries to crush him. But just because 
he missed a game sick and then posted photos of himself on a yacht for his birthday on Instagram. This it's PC God man. Yeah, They've been holding him down for too yeah. long and he's free. He got to Memphis, he got free, and somehow Dion Waiters, the genius he, he is, a player who's never really been good, always been based on potential, has fallen upwards into the hottest team in the NBA, in the best city in the M- it's crazy. Am I right? Am I wrong? You're Am I right. You're hundred percent right. It's unbelievable. There's only one thing you're wrong about. What? The NBA wasn't trying to screw Dion Waiters. Well, the Heat were. Nah, well, all the Heat. Dion Waiters Weider, was screwing the Heat. It's all planned. <laughs> um, he, and he put a post on. He put a post on. He's the only one of the only two NBA. I only follow Markel Fultz, obviously. Obviously. And Dion Waiters on Instagram. Good follow. And he is an incredible to follow. FTG. And today he made a post sort of insinuating that was the case. Then backed it up with like three selfies of him just in cool outfits. Then a photo of a video of him watching Richie Rich with the caption "Classic Richie Rich." <laughs> Man, he's interesting, eh? <laughs> he's he's so interesting. I, I I must say, when he got picked up by the Lakers, everyone was just posting um, in NBA 2K15 in story mode. Um, a lot of the players voiced. Um, you could play as the Cleveland Cavaliers, and all the Cleveland Cavaliers voiced um, dialogue that you could play in like mm. in story mode. And he basically couldn't read. One of, one and of it's actually like, people find it funny, and it is funny for the first two minutes, and then you're like, this is just really sad. Have you read his Players tri- Tribune from a few years ago? No. Oh, it's by far one of the best. It's really, really good. I assume that the players write very little but, of those. But regardless, but his story is cool, and his story is basically, yeah, like, American always think that I'm the best, but that's because how could I've got out of the situa- situation I was in without believing... Oh, special, basically. Or believing I could do the impossible. Yeah. Mm. But, but, but at the same time, his NBA career so far has been an amazing talent who just seems to be wasted. And, like, I can't imagine it getting any better but as it, he seems like he's... Like, he seems like an idiot. No, but I think it's almost like surgeons, right? He had $1.7 million worth of fines this year already. Uh, but I'm telling you, that's all 40 chess he's playing. But it's like, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like certain people, to be like a gunner, right? To yeah. be a Dion Waiter-style gunner, that's your biggest skill, that you can create offense in the face of no offense. Yeah. And that you can just go in and get a bucket, but it doesn't matter you shoot 35 or 40%. Yeah. But to be have that mentality, you have to be extremely arrogant and keep that confidence or arrogance in the face of yeah. all the evidence coming against you. Yeah. But there's, there's a combination between like confidence. There's a, there's a difference between confidence and just like and stupidity. Yeah. 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 And he's, he's definitely leading towards stupidity. Um, but you claim that this is a genius plan. You reckon he intentionally forced his way out of the team using edible marijuana to get to a contender and he got to the number one team. Yeah. Well, he wasn't going to play. They were already at the start of the season. The Heat wasn't going to play him. Yeah, okay. So I think he forced he, his he, way out. He does look bad. He looks in bad. I mean, Zion's changed the standard of what looks bad. But, like, I mean, hey, body positivity. Shout <laughs> out to Dion Waiters. There's a big difference between Dion and Zion. But well, you're saying Whoa, Zion's worse. Is there one letter? One letter, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, uh, well, and the same surname letter. Um, oh, my Dion gosh. W, Zion W. Lakers have put together um, a team Crazy. that I can't even imagine. I don't even want to do it, say this as a joke. I'm just like, they have all the novelty players now. All mm. of them. Even LeBron now is like Taco Tuesday. There must be some novelty player they don't have. They've got Dwight, Rondo, Dwight, like the famous, the fart joke guy, lovable idiot. Rondo, the um, guy who spat in a guy's face in a game. JaVale McGee, the shacting a fool MVP. And just um, the other day on the Lakers Jumbotron, they asked him who the funniest player on the Lakers was. And he said, me. (laughs) That's weird. Wait, who said that? And they've got... um, 
Caruso. I mean, it's, it's yeah. hey, don't Caruso. He's a meme though. He's a meme. Not intentionally. He's just trying his hardest. No, no. <laughs> well, he's just a white balding guy. Yeah, yeah who's yeah. playing on the Lakers? It's cool. It's cool. And, and any player on the Lakers gets made a meme. But these guys were memes independently, and they've come together, mm. and now to get Dion. I mean, they're, they've already. There's they only just, a few they, meme- they're just J.R. Smith away from the full. Well, Lance. The Lund- full set. Imagine if they still had Lance Stevenson. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. coming back too. Pace is interested in him, but the point is, like, it's amazing how many of the Lakers have on one team. And I mean, if they can, if they there can make something out of it, there must be one novelty player somewhere else. Um, nah, I think Lakers have collected all of them. Yeah, they've got a gauntlet. <laughs> Not in my, um, oh. There must be like a big man. Like who's... I think Kyle Kuzma's is like a novelty guy, but he's just like too young to be novelty. Well, Lakers, he's Lakers, and waiting. Lakers also make so Caruso and Kuzma are players that because the Lakers are so famous. Oh, I feel like Kuzma novelty. makes himself. That hair. Yeah, it's got a shave a day. <laughs> I mean, Beverly's bordering on novelty. No, nah, but he's not, though. Um, I would say maybe... Um, who's the um, who's the Turkish big man who's been kicked out of Turkey? Um, oh, real sad. Nah, not no, no, okay, not. What about Kanta Bo- is banter. They need Boban. Bo- Boban. Boban. And Taco. What, Robin Lopez, would he be up there with that hair? <laughs> no, nah, but like in terms of like the guys who aren't just famous for being freakishly tall, tall yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Um, yeah, but uh, pretty amazing, pretty amazing stuff. But I should, mo- I'm obsessed with the Lakers, obviously. We should move on. Maybe um, they need Kyrie, yeah, yeah. But like, they've got all the main ones. Yeah. Kyrie has value, Kyrie's too good to be true. Yeah, mean yeah, Taco yeah, okay. Four might have value. Like, the, the, the secret to the Lakers ones are are they all players who are like heading out of the NBA and LeBron grabbed them by the stuff that scruffed the neck and said, Get back in here, son. Whereas <laughs> I believe in you, and they're like, You do. Like, but but Denise been years saying to Dion Waiters, I do not believe in <laughs> Yeah. And uh, he's, he's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's cool to see. You love okay. to see it. Let's move on. Well, the, the Nets. Yes. This is speaking of narratives. The whole year, people have been waiting for the Nets to implode. They're like, Kyrie's toxic. KD's a snake. Things are going bad. And it seemed impossible because Kyrie was constantly injured. KD's been out for the whole season. How do you mess with that how do you become a locker room toxic presence how do you stuff this up they've finally given the people the narrative they want they've fired the coach without even playing a game for him it's crazy yep you guys gonna pick up oh that? yeah sorry right. so i thought there's a question to me i thought there's monologue. a question coming like more yeah. of a prompt well um what do you guys think of the nets oh, firing the coach so i just want to go straight can i get straight into my conspiracy theory yeah get right in there mate so i believe that kenny atkinson was fired for not supporting uh, athlete veganism that, that I've heard, rumor, I've, yeah, heard, and I've heard yeah. a rumour that that Beyond Meat's about to sign up as the next main sponsor. Because they're investors, aren't they? Yeah, and that they're going to they're going to be the shirt like sponsor the next year. What? Yeah, yeah, and that um, Atkinson hate doesn't. Well, he doesn't hate veganism. He just doesn't reckon it's responsible for athletes. What? Oh, because they use because the thing is with athletes, they need so much protein and so much fat. Yeah, and vegan diet makes it hard to get enough protein, right? Yeah, that's the scoop. Wow, I I'm believe just quickly it. Finding the scoop now. Where's the scoop come from? Oh, I've got I've got people that I saw something online that was about that, but it's just it's just weird that like I guess I guess if you're just waiting for a narrative to happen, if you're waiting for Dwight to be a goofball, eventually he's going to be a goofball, and it's like the Nets have been pretty. I guess I guess they've been with Kyrie. Like it just seems like he ruined the chemistry straight away. But I'm surprised they managed to fire the coach in season. It's such weird timing as well. Like not early, not the All Star break. Like in, close to a playoff run. Um, it just it just seems like a one thing I will say situation. is I went to a lot of Nets games this year. You're an insider, pretty much, and they were kind of frustrating. Very frustrating. Like I know they were without their two best players, 
And for a lot of it, their three best players, with Karis LeVert also being injured for a big portion of it. Mm. But they were still just very frustrating, just just choking in key moments. But Paul, you're just, bucking, you're bucking, they didn't have a lot of talent, you're bucking the trend, which this is playing right to Kyrie is a, a sickness, right? He's come into the Nets, who yeah, were last well, year were a beautiful, well, overachieving I'm, team. I'm a huge... Um, He's poisoned them. I'm a huge uh, advocate for Kyrie being a sickness. But I also just want to say that the Nets, I loved them last year, and this year I found them a bit frustrating. He was the coach last year. I know. Kyrie came I know. in and changed that. What? People are saying that the, um, no. De- not starting DeAndre Jordan is, part, is maybe the reason yeah, why. Well, you, you well, there's be... so many different reasons people are saying. Veganism, that... <laughs> no, no, veganism is not a, okay. a, a credible mainstream no, theory. I, I read it online. Yeah. I read it online. It's online. Just because you read it online. It's online. I read online the word, the earth is flat and the vaccines cause autism. Then it is. That's true. It's online. So, look, I'm... A, I'm it's actually, online. I don't eat meat, but I want to say this has got... Are you a vegan? I'm uh, not a vegan, a vegetarian, but I have one flat white a day. But all I'm saying is this has got big vegan written all over it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, tell me about your vegetarianism, but one flat white. What's going on there? Oh, what can I say? I'm a bloody country boy. Can't get away from my da- one dose of dairy per day. Don't it's eat- not much milk, though. You're pretty much vegan. Is that the only, vegan, only non... I will uh- occasionally eat an egg. Um, but I, I, I'm just not saying I'm not strict. Like, I'll have butter to cook with so, every so often, but... I don't eat, don't eat cheese, don't eat meat. Has it made your life awesome? Nah, it's just the same. Actually? doesn't make any difference. Why'd you become vegan then? Uh, I just, well, I don't know. I went, I think it was more environment. Well, it's a different factor, right? Like, I do believe philosophically it probably is murder. but And we're just brainwashed to not think. Yeah. But it's, like, different for every type of food. So I don't really feel like eating fish is murder, but I don't like industrial fishing. Yeah. So some's environmental, some's antibiotics, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Oh, a bit of antibiotics? Yeah, I'm big on my antibiotics. Okay. Yeah. So I, good on you for honesty, though, because I cut back on my sugar, and I was like, straight away, like, you've got to cut back on sugar, guys. It'll change your life, right? And um, and people go vegan, and they're like, you've got to become vegan, man. It'll nah. change your life. And I'm, it's interesting you've become vegan, but you're like, I enjoy doing it. I recommend it, but it's not a huge feel benefit. I've done sugar, no sugar. Like, I'm pretty much no sugar still. No, I've stopped drinking. I've done everything. Nothing makes me feel any different. Wait, what about um, two really? weeks ago when you brought one beer to the podcast? No, I'm, I'm not saying I, I drink now, but I've done that in previously in my life. I've yeah. tried, tried lots, and nothing's ever made me feel any different. The only thing I, I honestly, the biggest, the only thing that makes a difference is sleep. Ooh. And that's getting- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I want to say, time. once for a couple of weeks, I went vegetarian, and I, I, I don't know if it was placebo or real, but I felt like I had more energy. But as, yeah, I, I, I cut mean, back on my sugar, and I felt like I had a bit more energy. Like I have I'm sugar s- in the evening, but I try not to have it in the day, and it means I can sustain better, I think. Yeah. But maybe it's psychological. No, nah, I think it is. I think, it, I think you're, that'd be real. But you went cold turkey, no sugar for how long? Well, forever, really. Oh, you're, you're still that now? Uh, I'm not super, super strict, but I was super strict for... 
um, maybe like six, seven months. Yeah, and, and you didn't notice a huge change? No change. Well, why'd you do it then? I, don't th- I think I wasn't that much of a sweet tooth to begin with. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, but I like the sleep thing. So you got a sleep theory, and what is it? So I always thought I was like, I was getting stressed over the weight of not sleeping enough. Yeah, a lot but, of people do. Yeah, but then I was like, well, this is stupid, right? Like, they just say eight hours because that'll cover most people. Maybe I don't need eight hours. So I did a little research. And I think, for me anyway, the thing that works the most is getting up at the same time no matter what. Okay. And then you're like tr- roughly going to be at the same time, but not stressing about the amount of sleep you get. Because if you get up at the same time and you don't do stupid stuff like look at bright screens, you'll get sleepy at the right time. Ooh, what's so stupid about looking at bright screens? Is it really stupid? Is that stupidity? <laughs> As a, no, the whole blue light thing. Yeah, like I, right I, before mate, bed. don't you tell me. I bought a... Um, I Have bought you got a, those glasses? I bought a super large... Um, Nah, um, like an e-reader. Like I bought like a huge e-ink e-reader, like a massive one to read the internet on because I was like, the screens are the problem. But I didn't actually, I just thought it was cool. I didn't actually think about the actual science behind it. So if you could give me some of that, maybe after the show, I'd be interested. Um, Paul, do you have any sleep theories? Um, I have looks into alternative, alternative sleep, sleep cycles. Oh, shit. So there is the, um, so there's the classic monophasic cycle what are you looking at this right now Paul yeah I haven't memorized this um, but I, I was just, impressed you shouldn't have revealed that because I was like I was like in on that I was like well the monophasic cycle which is like sleep seven to nine hours be awake for the rest of it um, that's the the most common obviously then there's the biphasic cycle which is sleep five to six hours and then have a one and a half hour nap um, basically. quite a long Damn. nap Yes, in the day. It's quite a tough... Like, if you're an NBA player, I can imagine that a lot of well, NBA I'm gonna players... Well, I'm going to blow your mind when I tie this all back. Um, oh, he's going to tie it all back. I'm excited. You go, Paul. I want to so hear that. little parcel. So that's, um might sound crazy, but when you think about places in kind of the Mediterranean and parts of Latin America, quite common siesta. to have a siesta. Hmm. And uh, you, you'd find they probably are sleeping less in the night as well. I'm a big fan of the nap as well. It's just... Okay. Yeah, I don't nap as a rule. It only works if you're unemployed, really. Then <laughs> it's the only time it works, or a professional athlete, or a comedian. Yeah. Okay. Then we have the everyman cycle, which is three and a half hour sleep for the core, and then three twenty minute naps spread out across the how day. How is this branded as the everyman cycle when it is most definitely the small minority of people cycle? <laughs> such a weird. I want to do it because it's everyman. I yeah. feel like an everyman. Yeah, but it's such a weird pattern. Okay. Then this might be even. Oh, they're getting crazier. The diamaxian cycle, which consists of no one core, but four 30-minute naps throughout the day, only two hours of sleep in total. Isn't that torture? (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, some genius like um, Leonardo da Vinci or someone tried to do that, eh? Mm. Like, work two hours, sleep one hour, work two hours. I think da Vinci was the laziest man in history, wasn't he? Da Vinci was. Never finished anything. (laughs) It's just a joke. No, 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 I just read read the biography on... He, pon- he finished the Mona Lisa, didn't he? That was like the only thing he there finished. Is something called <laughs> and it was actually uh, probably something that they did on, they manufactured on mass. What? Yeah, so they had little studios. It wasn't like he would have done one. It's just that's the one he carried around and put the extra details on. But they would have done variations in his little studio, many of them. Okay, okay. I with you, I, I, I just find it hard to believe like what you're saying. It's true. Because before you were saying, do you honestly believe the vegan sponsor thing? <laughs> yeah, definitely. What site did you get that from? Ah, uh, I can't remember, but I yeah, saw, it seems so. I nice. saw it online. It's reputable. I want to back it up. And I say just I can't believe a coach would give up coaching a contender next year. No, he didn't give it up. It was nah. Sorry, it was like 
I'm saying it would have been Kyrie or whoever. And that's what I mean. I mean, like, if you if you got a problem with Kyrie not eating the right diet, I, I it's not something you'd go to... As long as Kyrie's performing, you don't care what he eats. No, but I think it was, like, the excuse used to fire him. Like, that's what... That, it wasn't like it was his fault. So why, why did they fire him in reality? So the players turned on him. Because they didn't like him. Because of the vegan issue. Yeah. Also, uh, Rice, he, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant, like, he but, was like... He went to Sean Marks being like, we've got to stop these guys being vegan. Yeah, kind of. Or what are you saying? What I will say is this. The powerful (laughs) veggie patty, the the powerful meat alternative lobbies (laughs) are running the NBA. Here's an article from Sports Illustrated. Beyond endorsing how veggie burgers became the NBA's new Gatorade. They are running the game. They are funded by NBA players. There's even a caricature of Kyrie Irving handing out a veggie burger. The NBA. Well, I think they believe in it as well. I, I, I believe they're paid NBA, by it. Is it, no, is it National Basketball Association or is it No Beef Allowed? Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, back to JT. Just for a Tell me why Kenny Aitchison was fired. Okay, I believe that what happened was that it became a locker room issue that he wasn't supporting the vegan, uh, vegan diet. Well, what do you mean? He's like going, hey, you guys, I've seen you eating a lot of vegetables these days. No, he's uh, like pushing cut back. It out. He's he- more of a fan of the Atkinson diet. Oh, <laughs> is that a diet? It's the Atkins diet. Okay, yeah, it's, close. It's, uh, it's close. Anyway, I want to give it the sleep thing. I'm about to type it all back here. I've seen, again, online sources, that sleep is going to be the next hot issue. In it sport. already is. No, no, it's like, like concussions in NFL. That the sleep cycle, the way that... The late NBA games and the travel is actually causing ill health effects for NBA players after they retire. What about like just normal people who work crazy schedules and have kids? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but they're not rich. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I have had a bad. I've worked in places where I've had shocking sleep cycles, you know. But like, but you you're not, you're not, but you're not having to like hype up and get your whole day and eating around like performing it between seven till nine. Oh. That's literally what yeah, I do. That's okay. literally my job sometimes. <clears throat> but no, like, I, I've done like breakfast radio and like, you know, you, you can't get to sleep and then you got to wake up like three hours later. Yeah, and... so I think that's an issue. Oh, wow. So you think this is going to, what, what, what problems does it cause later in life? Uh, so I think there's lots of lifestyle issues and there's lots of links between, I don't want to scare anyone here, but I think there's links between dementia and later life as well as wow. just lifestyle and health issues. Can you, uh, this is going to sound like a massive insult to you, mm. but can you bring sources for the stuff you say? Can I don't want to sign up to that. That seems onerous. No, <laughs> no, but just like you, you read this crazy thing about the vegan lobby okay. kicking out Kenny Atchison. Just if you, could get, if you could say like The Athletic or ESPN, even those aren't great. Source. So you, give me something to cling on to like, here. I feel like you're going to sacrifice all my great insights. Yeah. No, 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 no. I will take whatever you say. I'm just interested. And so in the I, sources. In the sources. Because you say... Um, okay, I'll do 50% sources. You say crazy stuff. Paul, you're on You're on a dark dive and it's time to wake up, mate. Unless you've got something to say because you've been doing research I'd like about to half bring, an hour. I'd like to come back to NBA. It's that time, right about that time. Um, apologies to the listeners. For the stars to roll on out. Why are you apologizing to the listeners? Because the segment's going to be so bad, or? No, <laughs> don't, don't talk if it started. Ah, it started, yeah. <laughs> Why would you? Why would you split up a conversation? Because well, you said apologies to the listeners, and I was just kind of interested in that. And, well, then you played a song 
over what I was going to say. Do you want me to play the song again? Nah, it's okay. Uh. I was just saying apologies for us getting so sidetracked. I reckon so I would say the opposite. I think we're more interesting when we get sidetracked. I won't apologize for anything. <laughs> Sorry, I... Paul. I've got off to a bad start. I brought a negative energy. Yeah. You, you, pick it off, you kick it off, mate. Well, this was going to be the opening line. So that, just imagine <laughs> that the music's just ended. Biombo! The magic is back in Central Florida. Cool. Yeah, well, I don't need you saying that. I'll just I'd just i written that on pages. <laughs> <laughs> and some would say it never went away. JT is buckled over <laughs> at your bullshit segment, man. <laughs> That's bad. But, but, um, is, good? is that literally written? Is that typed out on the yeah. pages? That? It's, oh, my God. That was an iconic <laughs> opening. Um, I don't have anything for Rocket Man. <laughs> Well, you could write something similar. Yeah. Um, rockets are... Oh, I've got one, I've got one, I've got yeah, one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then Texas. Um, okay, um, but boy, the Magic back-to-back incredible games. Some of their best games I've seen. Just like from a start start to end, just an absolute pleasure to watch. Wow. Passing the ball. I will say one note noteworthy thing. Fournier's been out. Wow, isn't that interesting? A better movement. He's been missing for three games this season. The first one was when we bet the Lakers in yeah. Los Angeles. And we on the podcast we discussed maybe it was better to not have him. It was incredible. The last two games, one was against Minnesota, in Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota, not the best team. But coming off two good wins, so they were, you know, they were riding high. Uh we blew them out. Like we played incredible, unreal game. And then the Houston Rockets in Houston, it only finished at a 20-point blowout. But did you watch it? Uh, I did, yeah. Just it, was co- it was more like a 30-point blowout most of the way. Oh, you guys killed them. Unreal. But like most people were commenting more on that was a sign of the Rockets falling apart, which we'll get to. Yeah, but it's easy point. for people to do that because one team's famous. And got stars, but also because the no, the, I agree with Paul on this one. I, I, think I don't like it how people do that because because one team's got the stars, but it's like no. But the Rockets also have come off losses to the Hornets and the Knicks. Uh, one they lost to the Hornets without Westbrook. They were full strength for us, uh, and Westbrook had just rested a game. Um, I feel like you. Re- I feel like this is really getting into Rocket Man territory. Well, I almost thought <laughs> more like Russell Rest. I assumed we might do a collaboration. Yeah, that's wow. what I would like to. So I thought Magic Mayhem could maybe feature Rocket Man this week. Um, JT, JT, you so on board with that? Uh, it could, does that mean I? Oh, uh, yep, I'm on. Yep. I didn't know the Sting was going to play. Zero hour. 9 a.m. It's a bit of a sample there. I actually requested funeral music. Oh, I forgot yeah. to get that. But anyway, here's my line. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> that is good. Yeah, Man, good. that no. is good. I love that my offer before was rockets. the rockets Rockets are crashing in, uh, <laughs> in Texas. Yeah. But there is a very famous uh, line. Now, so, so, after the, so I agree with Paul. So the magic... Well, one other mo- note on Fournier. Have you noticed Markel Fultz's box score since Fournier's been oh, out? And in the machine. He was incredible against the Lakers. He's unreal when Fournier's out. It's because with, with Fournier there, it's all it is is him passing off so that Fournier can do a pick and roll, which is effective with Vooch. Yeah. But then he just runs to the corner. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, if we don't need to... Anyway, um, so, so just one... All th- Magic fans agree Fournier needs to go, I think. Wow. Yeah. So... 
I'm pretty down and out about the Rockets, I've got to admit, which is why I've requested this segment before the collab would have been called Death of a Rocket Man. Wow. But then one thing cheered me up, and I, I searched for Dan Antoni comments magic. And this these were his... Oh, no. Oh, is it in the dock? It's another buggy app. His, his oh, dock no. is stuffed up. Now, there's a no. quote in the Time ant. for a bit oh, more yeah. music. No, no, don't play yeah, music. Yeah. No, more music. We're having some time. So I miss my way. Oh, can I ask? Yeah. Can we just say, I don't have headphones. So It's lonely out in space. We don't have headphones, but are you just playing Elton John? Yeah. yeah. Love why, why did I make stings if we were legally just allowed to play I it? don't know if we are legally. No, because we're going to talk doing. about the song afterwards. talk about it. What a song by Elton Great John. Great song. Because I like the concept that the Elden, that the Rocket Man song plays again as soon as Rocket Man is in a good segment again. Yeah. So I'm always fighting the clock. But here, anyway, here's <laughs> Dan Antonio's comment. Uh, there's no swagger. We're passing up threes. We're driving in because we missed so many threes. Now everybody says drive. Well, that's what they did. They stay inside. And you've got 25 turnovers. That's what most people don't understand. We need to take shots. We need to take the threes. If we miss it, so be it. But we need to play the way we play. I Dan like, and Tony, FTW. What does FTW mean? Fuck the world. Yeah. No. Does it? Does is that it? what it means? Yeah, for the, for the win. It means for the win. No, it means fuck the world. It means it's for the so win. It's so confusing, the FTWA. It's but a it's big like, it's like the, um, that sign, which is like the two fingers up sign. People can't see that. Uh, yeah, I'm saying describing it. That two, you know how you do the fingers and then yeah. you do two fingers like that? Oh, yeah. like two, your index yeah. in your middle and it's like, eh, three, if, like I would say it's F-U. Yeah. Celebrating but a three. when I was a kid, I thought that was F-U. Yeah, well, let's fuck you. But then I saw Shaq do it, and he was like victory. So I was confused about nah, that. Nah, I think was he doing two championships? Yeah, no, he was like V for victory. Like um, that is they do that at um, kind of they usually do it facing the other way. But um, at USC, the University of Southern California in Los Angeles, they do that victory fight mm. on for victory. So just just wow. to just to go back to that Dean Tony quote because yeah. it's weird that a coach would say people don't understand it and. As a coach, that's such a good thing to say normally because you say, people don't understand it and you're like, oh shit, yeah, the NBA is incredibly complicated. We don't understand why the Lakers play Rondo over Caruso even though everyone on the internet thinks Caruso is better than Rondo at distributor anyway. Um, but obviously the coach knows better than us, some idiots on the street. Um, in this case though, D'Antoni is saying, people don't understand it, we need to just jack up every three we get. But people do understand that, it's a very simple concept. But he's not saying it to us. That's directly to his players. Well, he that's shots flame, that's flaming. That's flaming his own squad. Saying, basically, people said you had you didn't, shouldn't take threes, so you drove and you you're a complete disaster. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. It is quite amazing, eh? Because he, he's doing this crazy plan, and his own players are losing confidence in it. That's what you're saying. Exactly. And the first here's a, here's a stat. You know, I'm a massive stat man. Mate, smash, with, stat. The, smash with the stat, and then I'll play a bit of. More and actually, man. could that that could be a great segment to the tune of um, Scatman. Scatman John, I'm a stat man. <laughs> be bub, bub, That'd be a great segment, man. Well, as soon as someone on the show gets a stat, stats man's world. Okay. <laughs> um, the Rockets' defense in the first ten games they played in the new small lineup, seventh best defense in the league. Yeah. Okay. In the four games up until the Magic, twenty fifth. Ooh. Something's not working, and I no disrespect to the Magic Knicks and Hornets, not great offenses. Bombshell. Yeah. To um. Why are you talking over it? 
Oh, I can't hear. You I don't just have heard a bit. You, you're the one who's supposed to bring your own headphones. I bring them, but they don't plug into your And the right machine. adapter. So should I put my hand... Oh, not okay. like that. Should I, I could put my hands out and then bring them in as I think this this Song thing's ending. No, okay. No, the point, the point is just he just did a great stat there. Um... But do you think, though, the reason their defense is so bad is because teams have figured out, just crash the boards against them, they're all four foot tall, and you're going to get rebounds and get second chance opportunities? No, nah, I think it's attitude. Ooh. I think they're not following the game plan. They don't believe in it. But that, you, you kind of contradict yourself because D'Antoni is saying they're not playing the offense I want, and you're saying that the defense has fallen apart. That's perme- I'm by saying that's permeating the whole team. Ooh. It's attitude. I will say this. Hello. Please, say, please say something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realised I didn't really have anything to say. I wanted to say something. I, I have an interesting no. point. That when the Rockets um, did get into the... Paul had nothing to say. He literally no, said, I, I did. say this in pause. No, no, I just wanted to say... Against the Magic, there were times like... One time Russell Westbrook did a turn through an intercept and then would pretend he got hit, like hurt his head oh, yeah, and wouldn't run back. And, you know, and then... Um, and then the next play, he came down, he got badly blocked out of bounds, like really badly swatted. Really and then he's bad. complaining to the ref about, the, he was like saying, um, no, no, actually this play, he went down, he missed a layup, wide open. He kind of tried to dunk it, try, kind of tried to lay it in, missed it. And it was quite embarrassing. And then he was like complaining to the ref about getting hit in the head on the one before. Um, and it was like, had <laughs> brain damaged him or something. But just Ladies back. and gentlemen, we have made it. <laughs> 38 minutes through the podcast, and we've gone to the bit where Paul Williams somehow ropes the podcast back to hating on Russell Westbrook. Well, I didn't know where it was going to come from this play week. By he, play, hate. He, caught me out of, he caught me off, off guard. I'm going to be honest I want to say James Harden, because every podcast. Luckily, in a 30 point blowout, it's, it's fair to criticize Harden because it's not just like, I'm not just salty that he bit the magic. It's, he did. I, he lost the magic. I know. That's what I'm saying. So now I can fairly say. It's bad to watch, man. It's so bad to watch. Him drawing fouls. Yeah. And then at the other end, complaining on legitimate fouls when it's like you can't ever complain on a foul call. If you're going to just dribble in and throw the ball up wildly yeah. um, while jumping into some guy who's just does, playing though. legal D. No, yeah. but that's and a legitimate the- foul, though. So so, it's like if he's complaining like something because he's called a foul when it's not, that's okay. Like, he, if anything, he should complain because he obviously knows fouls so well. Wow. Nah, he can't. He but, can never complain. You've lost the right to complain when your game is um, milking fouls. And then free throws. When we're shooting free throws, and he's thrusting his body while they shoot to try tick him up. Yeah, too and much then if he does it again, eject him from the game. It's embarrassing. He's a joke. He's not a joke. Paul, you're spiraling, mate. You're spiraling. Nah, kill him. Come out. <laughs> kill him. Um, because last, last week, Paul, you passionately talked about you came out with a huge in magic mayhem because we're still a magic mayhem as well. A Rocket Man, Magic Mayhem, Fusion, collab. Um, you you came up with a huge call. You said you're annoyed that when James Harden crosses someone up and hits a three, it's all over the front page of Not Reddit crosses, and Twitter. When he pushes them over. When he pushes them over, yeah. Three, yeah. I, I kind of agree they're kind of a bit bullshit, but, you know, mm. the stupid house of highlights, the worst Instagram account in the world, just loves it and thinks it's the best thing ever because they're just going to hype stuff up all the time. You you said that Markel Fultz crossed up um, CJ McCollum, mm-hmm. and you're like, it was just as good, if not better, 
and how come that never he makes the front page of Reddit? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it and it was like, it was just a sad video of a guy <laughs> hurting his leg. And yeah, um, but Fultz it was did legit, nothing. He changed direction and he went back. Very subtly. Like, Fultz yeah, was surprised the defender fell over. I think over. if you go back and listen to that podcast, I did point out it was more of a change of direction <laughs> than a dribble move. <laughs> that's what, that's, but that's better than <laughs> tripping a guy or pushing him. Yeah, but it's, it's, still, it's still not worth the front he page. Injured, he, he nearly broke his knee. Yeah. yeah. If Christian was, and Cullen had done that, but, we'd be watching on YouTube. But, but um, when he broke, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, shout out to um, and Rocket then he Man. hit the shot. Just to just to unwind Rocket Man a little bit. Um, when the Rockets went small ball, not only did they win every game, but the players were all in. Like the players were doing Instagram memes about it, living the dream, and and getting the results. Why do you think they've all of a sudden nah, just given up on the I coach? I think I think Harden. I think Harden's like not happy with it. Oh, yeah. And he's, I think the sh- all the shots are firing at Harden. The thing about Harden is when he scores 50 points a game, it looks like he's not trying and he's just lazy and he is expressionless. And when he scores um, 25 points on terrible efficiency, he also looks like he doesn't care, doesn't try. And maybe it's just that Harden is just, is just he just can't shoot at the moment, and which is showing in his procedure. Same with Doncic a little bit. Like these players who are just like red hot and we now think in our mind are dominators every game are going through a bit of a rough spell. And the Rockets have been Westbrook's team for the last couple of uh, months, almost. Maybe it's just if, if Harden doesn't play to like a, a you know MVP level, they're going to struggle just because that's the way the team's constructed. You know? Yeah, I was just trying to work backwards off D'Antoni's comments who he could be aiming them. You for. were just trying to link it together. Yeah. You did a great. Hey, you did a great job. Thank but you. I don't want to be so critical. And thank you, Paul, for inviting me into Mayhem. That's fine. I just want to um, briefly talk about one of the craziest games I've seen in a long time. The Mayhem. Ma- no, Magic Heat. Florida rivalry. Oh, what a game. game. Did you either watch you watch it? No, I was trying to help you out, but um, I saw Terrence Ross's stat line and I well, was like, what happened there? Here's how the game went. The Miami Heat give the ball to Duncan Robinson. He shoots a three and just never misses. It was unreal. He shot nine of 12 from three pointers. Uh, <laughs> that was a weird way to say it, but 27 points. Nine of twelve. That's kind of crazy. Well, Terrence Ross made eight threes. In That's the, game the thing. As well. Then Terrence Ross started jacking threes. I've never seen anything like he hit eight out of ten. Crazy. So, so, so what are magic- saying? Is this in the fourth quarter, or is this just throughout the game? Or what are you saying? What? Uh, why is it so amazing? Well, it was just it was just crazy to see people shoot that well. So their team shot fifty percent from three, which is. That's impressive, it's, right? It's impressive, yeah, it's good. Fifty percent on forty-four threes, and we lost by three. So I was like, I'd never seen a team shoot that well, and the fact we lost by three, I thought was was a, a good effort. Well, T Ross, what's his nickname? T Sizzle. Um, T Flight, or the Human Torch, <laughs> Human or Torch. Um, <laughs> T Flight. 31. T-Flight 31. He's changed his number, though, so he's not 31 anymore. Oh, no. So, so does well, his nickname change accordingly? To, well, the to human... be fair, the 31 added nothing to that nickname, and some would say it massively detracted from well, the it's nickname. it's like a flight number, T-Flight. Oh, I get it. T-Flight 31. But um, he uh, he's changed his number to 8. It's too I don't get it. Flight number 31. Yeah, it's... Like in New Zealand, 32, whatever. Yeah. London, right? yeah. 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 No, it works, but um, his... The Human Torch has kind of taken over as his main... Human Torch is quite a good nickname, I got it yeah. Although I just Also, don't... in Magic News today on Instagram, uh, Jonathan Isaac became a minister. I guess oh, ordained. Wow. Ordained as a minister. That nice. surely makes him Player of the Week. Do you um, think he's the tallest ordained minister in America? Gotta be. He's only 16. I, I mean, know. I would think he'd be up there. Oh, 16 be... is very... Okay, for a Basel player, middle of the pack. 
for a um, not, well, not surprising above middle. Yeah. For a normal civilian, unbelievable. I'm a freak in normal society, and I'm not even six five. Worldwide wouldn't be the tallest minister though, surely. No, nah, in the whole world. Some, well, okay, no one's measuring and recording a database of ministerial I heights. If, I reckon if Paul Googles it, if he Googles tallest minister in the world, there'll be an answer. Wow. Well, I could do that Player right of now. the week is actually quite a tough one. Just give it. I'm giving a joint effort. It's a stupid point. Terrence award. Ross. You gave it one week. You gave it to a guy who didn't even play, and he got the award because he didn't play. I stand by Wesley. I won, dude. That was. <laughs> it was a quality win. I'm giving it to. It's a joint between um, the Human Torch T Flight 31, the artist formerly known as T Flight 31, uh, Mark Alfalt, yeah. who's been balling out. Cosine. And shout out Jonathan Isaac for becoming a minister, being ordained. I don't know if you'd say ordained. Okay. No, just just, yeah. just to go back to T. Ross for a second, because we jump around so much on yeah. this podcast. He made eight threes. His stat line was 35 points, nice. zero rebounds, zero assists, zero fouls, zero turnovers. What stat line is this? Unbelievable. Yeah, no, you're lame. No, you <laughs> Flame on. Yeah. <laughs> that is his role, though, is come in. Flame. Get the ball and flame on. <laughs> he um he jacks it and every time he shoots it, it I'm just like it's going in. If it misses, you're shocked. Uh, he's a, a joy to watch. Um, no, but except for when he's not hitting his shots, in which case he did. The most he got a technical thing. against the um, Rockets, which I love. Shows a bit of fire. I was going to say not against the Heat because it would have shown up on the stat sheet. Um, <laughs> no, he. Uh, he got called for a three-point foul. My, my other weird observation is I wanted to see a little bit of the um, magic uh, beating the Heat, uh, the Rockets, because I was like, what happened there? And annoyingly, the NBA has decided to market itself to the world via a YouTube channel where they put up these weird one-and-a-half-minute highlights of games which really don't tell you anything in a very weirdly... You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You, well, I saw them all the time before like, I had NBA League Pass and like... If you just want to see what happened in the game, it basically just shows you the big dunks and not much else. It's a minute and a half long. Mm. It might show the tipped ball at the start or like LeBron James throwing his chalk in the air. It gives you no information. It's like a really weird thing. And they put them on YouTube and I'm like, I don't know how what this is doing or what this is helping because it, it doesn't give an accurate... It, it tells you nothing about the game really except for there was a couple of good dunks and the game started and the players, that's what they looked like. But um, they're commentated by the weirdest people. And like me and Paul, back in the day, were always a huge fan of NBA.com updates from um, a man whose name is Iron Eagle. Like Iron, like Steel. <laughs> it's right. actually not spelt that way, but it's pronounced that way. And Eagle, just what a name. And turns out he's actually a legendary NBA commentator and also he commentates NFL as well. He's like a legendary broadcaster. But um, uh, And then a few years ago, it became a meme when they got this guy who had just the most enthusiastic voice of all time. It was kind of like a white guy, like kind of racistly impersonating like an enthusiastic black guy Ooh. who would be like, it, no, it wasn't too bad, but it was like, that's just how I describe it. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like overtly racist, but it was just like, what, is that a white guy doing a really weird voice? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Paul A. It was that guy who was like, and now it's the Lakers taking on that. He just had this really gravely, yeah. like overly enthusiastic, another duck Very dunk loud. for the King LeBron James. That sounds like more really like a 1920s like circus trick. Well, I'm trying not to do it right, racist okay, as well. Good decision. But nah, so the guy they've got now, this is NBA.com, the official broadcaster of the NBA, the official, the company itself. He pronounces the names of the players wrong. Oh no! And so in that video, he keeps on calling him Nikola um, Vucevic, and I was like, how? Everyone knows his name's Vucevic. Or are we wrong? 
Nah. No. <laughs> the commentator. No, the com- magic commentators know. And I think they just elf. They just outsource. They just outsource it to just like a random like not, Turner Sports or something. You're just doing a bad that's job. That's not the guy so that does weird. like the top ten. Well, yeah, he probably does that sometimes because the top ten guy is terrible. That enthusiastic guy is like, Why it's the top ten, please. <laughs> I remember he does it sometimes few, too. It's so a weird. few years, about four years ago, I remember being shocked when I was listening and and they were talking about Tobias Harris did a dunk. It was like a top ten. And um, they were like, Tobias, get in Fionke with it. <laughs> and I was like, wow, Arrested Development. Um, and anyway, the other day, I'm assuming it was the same guy. He did it again. On, I can't remember what it was I was watching. It's but he was such like, an Tobias, get in Fionke. Yeah. I loved it, though. It is hard to commentate a top 10, but it's just think of how many good announcers and broadcasters there are out there. NBA, if you're listening, we would love to do it. We'd do a great job. We'd write some puns. Mm. It'd be fun. Um, okay, is that the end of Magic Mayhem? Yeah, the other one, the, yeah, that's the end of it. Great, great segment, Paul. <laughs> yeah, we said some more, and great Rocket Man as well. It's Thank all you. going good. We're ju- well, I think we're just about there at time. Um, funeral for a Rocket Man, they've been, uh, they've been rested in peace. I just, just to add to the Rocket Man, something that I thought was interesting, is that I know Westbrook would be resting, but um, Harden, James Harden did play 45 minutes in a loss to the um, Charlotte Hornets. Now, it's depressing that the Rockets are losing, and maybe D'Antoni was like, we need this win, so we're going for it. But for years, and I said this when I compared him to Marcelo Belisa from Leeds, who's got the same criticism, the soccer coach, D'Antoni for years has been criticised. Like it's probably on Reddit now. People are blaming D'Antoni again for Kobe Bryant's Achilles injury when he coached the Lakers. For years. Just like Tom Thibodeau as well. It's like, why don't they learn? You've got to rest your players. You can't just Lowell ding them into the ground and run them until they can't run no more. And it's just crazy that... Like, no one, like, he never logs onto the internet and just sees what people are saying about him and thinks, hey, maybe there is a point where you look at the way the Bucks are resting Giannis or the way um, Kawhi Leonard takes time out. Like, this is what the NBA is doing now. Why is James Harden not doing that? Especially when they're famous for losing, for being too tired in the finals or playoffs every bloody year. Shocking. So I agree with you in theory. I don't agree that you should take advice... <laughs> That Dan and Tony should be basing all his decisions on what people say. No, 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 no. I never said that. You just took me out of context. That was slander. I will say it sounds like you said that. Yeah. No, no. What I mean is that people on the internet get an obvious theory, which does seem right, right? Yeah. Would you, would you, it's well known that the Rockets are tired when they get in. And now with small ball, there's going to be special emphasis on that because how tiring that is, having to box out seven footers for a whole game when you're not used to that. Yeah. Right. And just and just bumping and grinding inside. Don't say bumping and grinding. <laughs> bumping and grinding. That's what you call it. Definitely no. Not. Bumping and grinding is. It's bump, bumping and grinding is an R and B term. Is it yeah, really sexual? You guys yeah, think like I'm saying something real R- weird. It's real sexual. It's also an R Kelly song. Yeah. Okay. It's like what you do. It's like dance floor bumping, bumping and grinding. Grinding. Yeah. I don't think that's that bad, is no, it? No. You don't. Say, nah. You don't say that in the NBA. Nah. Bumping um, and grinding. You, is like, what do you, you say? say like, him. Bang, um, banging. Banging grinding bodies. Yeah, banging yeah, bang bodies. Which is an R. Kelly yeah. song too. Is it? Banging, yeah. banging, banging bodies. Banging in the paint. Banging generally. What other songs does he have? Grinding. Splashing threes. <laughs> um, doing layups. These all sound real sexual <laughs> yeah. when you put them in the context of. Seven seconds or less. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, gr- a high you. quality joke. We should Thank almost you. end the podcast on that. Um, I also, before we leave Magic Mayhem. <laughs> I thought we were well out. <laughs> no, we're still in it technically. Um, I need to shout out my man. Firstly, my man, DJ Augustine, for finally coming back from injury uh, and exploding on the Rockets. But um, Michael Carter-Williams' revenge game. 
He oh, played yeah. for the Rockets. I'm pretty sure they let him go. They cut him. He came out 16 points, three assists, a steal, a block. And to the fans who were chanting airball after he airballed two threes, you're down 30. Respect the man. Zip it. That is quite funny that he airballed two threes. Like, airball one three, we all do it. Yeah, the second one was crazy as well. It was like, <laughs> he was marked. It was like quite deep, maybe off the dribble. It was real crazy. And the, he was commenta- it. the commentators were like straight up there. It's a real bad shot. Yeah, um, I've got the of all the players in the NBA, and I actually don't mind him as a player, but I've got the least confidence in his jumper. Yeah, I'd kind of agree with that. But what I have a lot of confidence in is his heart. <laughs> <laughs> the I guy think... plays with so much heart. I love him, guys. Uh, it's been a wonderful podcast. <laughs> We've had a great time. I'll save my guy. I've been thinking. Um, for next week, because we're at we're at time. I'll save my movie magic. I had a really good. No, one. you did not. I did. Hey, we should all watch the um the Starberry doco that KD's produced. What? What? It's kid from Coney Island, Stephen Marbury. Yeah, we know Stephen Marbury. Oh right, right. But or th- Stephen is it Stephen? Or is it Ooh, Stephen? Maybe it's Stephen Marbury. Hey, suggest we get together for a movie party because I'm keen for that. Yeah, let's watch it. I'm um I'm I'm going away this weekend, but oh, I'm well, I don't know when it's out either. I'm, what is it going to be at the movies? <laughs> No, no, I don't, I don't know. It's a pre- oh man! Next week you'll bring in some re- your sources, mate. Um, okay. Thank you for everyone who listened. We love you from the bottom of our hearts. I've been Guy Williams. I don't do that. I've been JT, Death of a Rocker Man. <laughs> Catch you later. Good bye. Goodbye, my friend. Never something, something, never something to tell you Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.